Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And it would be wonderful if people just stumbled across your business. (laughs) But that's not how it works. And we all know that. And sometimes you need to invest in advertising. And we're fortunate to be living in the age of the internet where pay-per-click is an affordable option. But there are ways to do it right and ways to do it wrong. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And to help me have this conversation, I've invited Nick Gosling to join me. He's a fractional COO and business consultant who optimizes specialty business to consumer companies for greater bottom line impact. His practical approach emphasizes identifying realistic actions that business leaders will actually take. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. It's great to be here. It's so nice to have you here. Full confession, PPC is not my happy place. I have always relied on the kindness of strangers when it comes to that topic. And so I'm really glad to talk to you about this. As you're looking at PPC, which has become a a pretty mature market, it's not the Wild West anymore, If I'm going to put my toe in the water, what should I be considering right at the beginning of the process? Yes, it's really about where your customers are and what type of ROI you can expect. You know, PPC has changed rather dramatically over the past 10 or 15 years, and and the landscape continues to evolve today in new ways because of regulation and shifting consumer sentiment. So, you know, it's possible to go into a PPC campaign and waste a bunch of money and not really have a a return on ad spend. But if you do it right, it can also be very lucrative. So it it really just kind of comes down to knowing where your audience is at and I think really taking a, a test and learn approach to find out what's working uh, and and what's not working. And, and the answer today might be different tomorrow. So it's it's really a moving target. There's a lot of good information there. And I want to back up and, and re-hit some of the points you made. The first is this idea of test before you launch out on this huge campaign. What kind of tests do you often run when you're managing a campaign? What are some of the elements that people should be testing? Yeah. So, I mean, depending on what sort of advertising you're doing, you know, you could test different landing pages. Uh, You certainly would want to test different ad copy. Uh, If there's a visual component, you want to test different, different visuals. You can also test different times of day that you may want your ad to be served, different platforms, different audience segmentation. So there are all kinds of different ways you can test and, and you know, you can, you can really go down the rabbit hole with it. But I think it's, it's really just about having some good data looking at, okay, I tried this one. This had some good results. You know, this one over here, we did it a little differently. It wasn't as good. So what worked here that wasn't over here? And then you just sort of patch that together and try to get to something that, you know, blends the best options and, uh, and find out what works for you. And it's, it's really going to be different for every business and every product. Absolutely. The other thing you talked about were regulatory issues. What do you think has changed in the regulatory environment? And what kind of things do you think are coming up that could impact companies making PPC decisions? Yeah. So just in the last five or six years, we've seen some really dramatic changes 
in that area. In in the EU, there was the uh, GDPR, which was a substantial overhaul impacting all types of digital advertising and the way companies handle consumer data. But then, you know, even here in the United States, we've recently seen this in California. There was the Consumer Privacy Act. And then uh, more recently, just a couple of years ago, the, they passed the, uh, the Privacy Rights Act, which is kind of like an American version of of GDPR. And so it's, and, and some of the legislation there has really taken direct aim at behavioral advertising profiles that rely on third party data. So that's pretty much going to be all your Facebooks, Googles, all those types of, of PPCs are substantially affected by that because they depend on behavioral advertising from third party data. Um, and, you know, even, even outside the regulatory landscape, there's just consumers have different expectations now than they have in the past as they're becoming more aware about how their data is used. So, you know, we can think of just a couple of years ago, Apple made some pretty significant changes in uh, iOS 14 that really cut into uh, attribution and revenue of third-party advertising on iPhones. Um, so, I mean, is, there's just a lot of changes that are, that are happening and continuing to happen. So if you were giving advice to a small business owner that was still trying to manage their own PPC, what would you recommend that they need to keep their eye on in the next six to nine? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing with a lot of these regulations and changes, they, they move somewhat slowly. So I, I don't know that necessarily the next six to nine is going to have any sort of big watershed change. But, you know, really, when we look at the long-term trend, a, a lot of the advice of people who have historically been third-party PPC advertisers has centered around, hey, how can we sort of get around this to keep things going the way they always have? And I don't think that's the right approach. I think really starting to shift your thinking onto how you can leverage first-party data and organic methods is really going to position you better for the future. Uh, now, large enterprises are already doing this with their data science teams, but if you're an SMB, that's that's really not a practical option in many cases. You know, you can't really afford a data science team. But there are some really cool innovations happening in the low or no code space, uh, where you know people who you don't have to have any programming or engineering knowledge now to extract good insights from your first party data. There are vendor solutions that will do that for you in a way that's affordable for an SMB. So I would definitely keep an eye on that. One of the other things that I've been a big advocate for is Brave Software's third, uh, their, their advertising platform. So essentially Brave Software started as a browser based on Chrome, but with a lot of privacy enhancements. And, and it was sitting around I think five or so million monthly active users in 2019, it's now up to over 64 million. So it is growing massively. Essentially, a lot of their business model revolves around serving up ads to users that are essentially opt-in ads based on the user's own browsing history that takes place on the device. Now, here's why that's important. When we're thinking about all of these regulatory changes and how third-party data is being used to build profiles on people, pretty much none of that even applies here because 
It's all encrypted and happening on the user's computer or phone. It never goes to a third party. And so that gets around a lot of the the regulatory issues and is still highly accurate and privacy preserving. So I think that's really, really cool. Okay. So, but let me ask this question because when I, as a business owner, are using Brave Software maybe to, to run ads on that platform, Brave Software isn't a third-party aggregator. They're a first-party because it's happening on their platform. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, as far as how, how different you know, legal and regulatory regimes will, will ultimately interpret it, that's anybody's guess. But you know, really, essentially what's happening is the user's data is never leaving their device. So there is essentially what amounts to, to an AI, it's, it's machine learning algorithm that's built into the browser that is like looking at what the user is doing in their browser, what they're, what they're looking for, what they're searching, uh, but it's not sending that data off to a third party. It's interpreting it on the device and then using an anonymous matching algorithm to pair that with ads that are running through Brave's platform. So you get really high quality attribution and great customer segmentation uh, w- without endangering the, the user's privacy. So it, it's really a best of both worlds in a lot of ways. That's really cool. And it's exciting to see companies developing products for that next iteration of pay-per-click because PPC is going to continue to evolve. Nick, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much. It was great to be here, Lorraine. Thank you. If you have enjoyed Nick's comments, there's going to be a link both to his website and Nick, you'll give me a link to Brave Software so I can link to that as well? Certainly. Awesome. I'm going to encourage you guys to take a look at it, kick the tires, see if it makes sense for you. And if you've enjoyed today's conversation and would like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.